inside thoughts, conversations you're having with yourself, telling a story of you being the main character in your world or being life's side piece. We have what we believe is a healthy concept about ourselves, what we think is appropriate to speak to people when they ask us questions about ourselves, the ways that we present ourselves to the world. But then once we finish with that quote unquote show, that presentation, we retreat to the inside voice and conversation that is very abusive, very condescending, very self-deprecating. It's almost like we scold ourselves and scorn ourselves internally for having believed something and actually tried to make people believe that about us externally. We treat ourselves in our silent time as if we're the side piece in life, like we really aren't worthy to be the main character energy when it's really all about us. It's really all about you. There is nothing I or anyone can tell you that you don't already know about what you are already telling yourself. So what happens, you hear someone say something slick to you, right? Somebody gets real greasy with you, speaking to you and treating you in ways that obviously don't align with what you desire, but they align with the story that you're telling yourself or they align with the story that someone else has told you that you've accepted of yourself and that's on repeat in your mind. Yeah, that internal bully. Your beliefs are a bully if you allow them to be. Those negative beliefs have become the bully. Bully behavior. They tell you who you are, what you will and will not do. That becomes your warden. In the prison of your mind is where you're trapped when you feel you can't get out. And please believe me that I'm telling you this from a place of me having been there, not speaking to you in a place of I've never been there in my life and I can't relate. The reason why I can have this particular conversation is because I have been there trapped in my thoughts, believing the starter beliefs that I was given when I came into the world. Oh yeah, we've all been given a package of starter beliefs and we've accepted that that is the foundation of who we are. We are anchored in just that. We didn't realize at some point we were going to go into a metamorphosis like the caterpillar to the butterfly. We didn't know that was coming. So anything that we heard from others in the world we believed was somehow a reflection of what we actually were instead of the reflection of who we believed that we were. Everything is evidence of your beliefs. That's it. That's it. It doesn't matter what it is that you listen to on the screen of manifestation. It doesn't matter what it is you're hearing or how you want to implement it. It comes down to the very basic fact that everything is evidence of your beliefs. That's it. There are multiple ways that you can bring things into your reality to feel that you are in the state of the wish fulfilled, the state of being the one who is experiencing the thing, but it doesn't take paying, you know, enormous amounts of money to learn a new technique to get you in the state of the wish fulfilled. Only you know what, what lights your bulb. 
<laughs> I giggle because this was me. Please understand, this was me during the pandemic, finding myself in a spiral, lost, really just grabbing for anything to pull me out of this quicksand that I was in, wanting to discover something new, something that would give me that aha moment. So I would understand my purpose. I would find bliss again. And so what did I do? Anything that I thought was on the positive side of life. So I attach myself to religion, really digging into the Bible, not in the way that put me in church, because again, this was during the pandemic window and um, social distancing was a real thing. So we were locked away in our homes and we were uh, bedside Baptists. But I, I poured myself into a religious perspective and I'm grateful for that because it led me closer to really getting immersed in the Bible in the analogies and the metaphorical beauty that exists in that reference. It's one of the greatest stories ever told is how my dad used to put it. One of the greatest stories ever told. It's a blueprint of man, of life, of how it all exists, unfolds. What matters to me is how beautifully those particular scriptures help me to unwrap me. I'm a beautiful gift and unboxing me has been such an immensely fulfilling journey. But please know that I did live in a place where I was in a bully behavior state. And although I had discovered or rediscovered religion or the Bible through religion, I still held deeply embedded beliefs of being unworthy, of being so minuscule, in my value and my inside voice and the way that I felt about me and the the echo of the really ugly voices from my past was extremely loud in the cavern of my mind. And so what it did is that one negative thought could echo like I was in the Grand Canyon for days and weeks and months. And I found myself in a very deep, dark, depressive state, not really knowing how to find my way back to the light. And it was the desire to connect with love, what I believed to be love, that connected me with Law of Assumption and Neville Goddard's teachings. And that's how so many people come into the Law of Assumption community. You're in search of that something, something in particular has piqued your interest. And now you start to really understand yourself and life. When the student is ready, the master will appear. And the master, God Almighty, the master appeared. God appeared as me. Because when I started page by page going through scripture and, and studying the way Neville dissected the Bible through his teachings, through his mentor, Abdullah, it occurred to me that it was right there in front of me the entire time. So why Jesus said he spoke in parables. <laughs> yes. And why in my mind would that be the case? Well, because if everything were to just be given to you up front, what would the world really look like? What would the discovery phase really be for each of us? But more than anything, I count it all joy. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. There were many days that I felt like giving up was the only option. 
I had already been through multiple abusive situations in my lifetime, from childhood all the way up to the time that realistically I was a, a full-grown woman with full-grown children in a full-grown world. And I'm still in my mind being abused. Why? Because the stories I had been told about myself, the condemnation I had received, being the, the victim of abuse caused me to feel as if life had been playing a very, very cruel joke on me, that I was tricked into believing that I belonged and that I finally awakened to the fact that I did not. And it was completely devastating, but all a product of my own imagination and beliefs. But when someone tells you who you are and you believe that, then they are the ones who are actually controlling you. Their belief system controls you. And all of us are pretty much subjected to this as we first come into the world with those started beliefs. But once we realize that we are the power that chooses what is already created, then it's up to us to consistently, consciously make the selections that benefit who it is we desire to be. From that point of awakening, no one should hold your remote control. No one. Because what's showing on the screen of your life is solely for you to choose. So I am grateful, grateful that I have done a complete 180. Really, I've done like a 360 and a 520 or whatever that is, and then spun back around in the other direction. You get what I'm saying? Been all tangled and, and detangled and tangled again. And finally, I have found peace, relief, comfort, Nobody can cut me a check big enough to exchange for any of those things. Nothing in this world compares to peace. And when you have that, you have it all. No one, no one gets to tell you who you are without it reflecting what it is you already believe about yourself. So when you hear the voices of those around you that don't align with where it is you're going, please know this. That is reflective of an underlying story that is still somehow resonating within you. And the fact that it's echoed outside of you is a moment to be extremely grateful for because what it's doing is telling you there's still something that needs your attention. It's not there to terrify you. It's a warning light. It's a, it's a warning system. It's there to help be a stopgap so that you can fix it and know that it is firmly repaired before you move on. Who wants to build a house on a broken or a rocky foundation? We know it won't stand, not for long anyway. So why wouldn't you want someone to tell you, hey, there's an issue here before we move forward. And this is what comes out of the mouths of other people and through the actions of other people in our world. When it's not what you're wanting and what it is what you're wanting, it still all reflects your story. These are our individualized stories because what someone says to you will hit you differently than it's going to hit me. I may not even notice that they said it and can be standing in the same space as you, 
But because my consciousness won't allow me to absorb something outside of my belief system, I didn't even hear it. Whereas you not only heard it, but you interpreted it in like 30 languages before they could finish the sentence. (laughs) You was ready, ready for them (laughs) because your consciousness had you on guard waiting to be offended so that you could then step in and fight a battle that's not even yours. Again, the starter beliefs that we come into life with don't necessarily have to be the ones that you continue in this life with, that you end this life with. Evolution is inevitable. How you evolve is your choice. We record this to add to trusted confidant. How many of us literally feel like we have always been in search and in need of that rider in our lives, that ride or die in our opinion, the one that's going to go to the extreme for us, the one who's going to make it happen no matter what it looks like. The one who's going to speak up for you, the one who's going to honor you, the one who's going to prioritize you, that all lives within the subconscious mind. It knows no bounds when it comes to you. That is God and God does not play about you. Whatever it is you're telling the subconscious that you are or that you like experiencing, it's going to go fetch it. Imagine you're a rich woman or a rich man that lives in a, an extravagant home, whether it's a penthouse or if it's a beautiful uh, country home or if it's some other place. Think about you walking in the door and you have an infinite staff of people and resources at your disposal. And you say, darling, yes. And so what I'd like today is fill in the blank. And everybody instantly scurries off and goes to work to make sure that that thing is brought forth to you and not just brought before you, but that you are satisfied with it. That's right, that you are satisfied with it because just giving you any old thing won't suffice if your in state knows opulence and luxury, then that's what the subconscious will bring to you. If you want basic bare bones, bare minimum, then fine. The subconscious will fetch that for you too. It just wants to ensure that it matches your description as best as possible. You read a job description, right? And uh, you're like, oh, this looks extremely interesting. I'm a match for that. And you actually get hired, you start working and you realize, wait, the work I'm doing has very little to do with the, the description, the job description I read. You, you'd get a little pissed. You'd be, I, I'm tricked. I've been tricked into working here. How do I find my way out or into the work that I want to actually do? That's how the subconscious is going to mirror things for you. If you're very descriptive in a glimpse, and I know that that sounds weird to say, Because when you're doing the impression process, your prayer, quote unquote, prayer part of the impression process, what you're doing is you're assuming you're assuming the flash of a feeling. 
You can go as literal as literal. You can go as literal as you want, or you can be as broad as you'd like. Either is fine, but just know that once it occurs, once it arrives for you, that it's up to you to decide whether you want to take that further and refine it, or if you are satisfied with what showed up and that's what you actually enjoy, right? Sometimes you get to a restaurant, you order a meal, and you're like, hey, I want my steak cooked you know, medium, and they bring it out rare. Well, you decide if you want to actually eat a rare steak or if you want them to cook that a little bit more to refine it for you to your, your liking. And so here we are. The subconscious is going to fetch for you what it is that comes the closest, that mirrors the, the description of what it is that you had a glimpse of in your mind. It can be the flash of a feeling, the flash of a feeling. And I know a lot of creators uh, tell you that it's really easy to start with a five second reel in your mind, looping that. Just a flash of what the end looks like for you, whatever that is. Should it be money related? Logging into your app and seeing your bank account reflect a specific balance. Should it be a follower count? Logging onto your, your platform and seeing that number of followers. Should it be love and connection in that regard? Perhaps seeing the one year anniversary candle on a cake or something that you're sharing with that uh, specific person of yours, that you're sharing with that specific person of yours. The one year anniversary mark that you share with that one, the one year anniversary mark of the the SP that you're sharing your life with. Something that feels right for you because there's no right or wrong to it. No right or wrong. It's whatever puts you in the state of the wish fulfilled. Whatever helps you to feel like this is what crossing the finish line feels like to me. That's what your subconscious is going to manifest because it can only transfer fixed ideas and once you affix the affirmation or once you affix the feeling within you, whether it be through affirmation, through scripting, through visualization, etc., what becomes comfortable in your mental lifestyle is what the subconscious is going to go out and ensure it duplicates for you. Match and multiply, match and multiply, match and multiply. That's the best way to describe what it is God within you is actually doing. So there's a specific way you want to live, way you want to feel, and you feel like you are at a point where you don't know the next best step to take. You don't know what to feel, think, say, or do in order to create that for yourself. All that you're required to do is to assume that you already are the person experiencing it. It sounds simple enough, but where it becomes complex is that we've been, we've been taught to turn off the imagination at such an early age and quote unquote, grow up, leave childish things behind. And that was some of the best parts of our childhood, our developmental experiences. And those were some of the best times in our developmental experience as children was grooming the imagination. And little did we know that that was actually 
not just meant for serious, quote unquote, serious business in the world, but the business of you, the business of being is what the imagination is for. It never turns off, even during the time that you're resting. The subconscious is feverishly working for you. So whatever it is that you want, the subconscious could care less about how it actually creates that for you. As long as you assume the, as long as you assume the feeling of the wish fulfilled, the subconscious will make it happen. It will impart ideas in people's minds. It will allow them to believe that they're actually the creator. They're the actual originator of the idea. It will help everyone to feel good in playing their part because it will tap those that are best equipped to manage the task at hand. I'll repeat that. The subconscious will hunt for those who are already equipped to handle their part in your manifestation process. How does it do that? It transfers ideology through your constant churn of beliefs. What your fixed beliefs are, are the things that actually become thoughts in other people's minds. And they believe that they're the ones who are the, the originator of these ideas, these thoughts and beliefs. But they don't know where these things are actually originating. I right now, as I speak, am fulfilling a need of someone who is actually listening to this in the way that I am thinking of it and saying it. It's connecting with someone in just the way that they want to receive it. That will help to change them or benefit them for what they'd like to accomplish in their manifestation journeys. And here it is, I'm thinking these ideas are derived by me. We are recycling frequency among every one of us as humans. Even the quote unquote inanimate objects in our world are also transmitting frequencies. And so not to go down a rabbit hole of, of isness in this world, but um, to bring it back to the subconscious has access to infinite intelligence. So whatever it is that's needed to create your thing, to whatever is needed to reveal your thing to you, as, as God has already said, everything is created. And if I said created earlier, please forgive me. All the subconscious needs to reveal the thing that it is that you stand in agreement with is your persistence. Your persistence continues to send the beacon out that then calls in all the responses for all of the people and the places and the energies that are involved with actually magnifying this thing into existence for you. And you know what persistence, as I'm thinking about this, and persistence is confidence. In order for you to believe something enough to persist in its belief, persist in your assumption of it, it takes confidence. It takes bold confidence to do it over and over and over again without seeing the physical results in your 3D reality. And one of the things that I've learned to do is to 
have my reality confirm what it is I have already seen and experienced in my imagination. To myself, to my subconscious, I lovingly suggest, I lovingly suggest, let us confirm in the natural what we have seen in the spirit. Just like the filter in the apps that you're using, TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, your consciousness is the filter through which you see life. And you can easily erect a new reality based on choosing a new filter. There is nothing in your reality rule book that requires that you be anchored to an ideology that you no longer wish to subscribe to. It may once have been part of your past and it may once have been a heavy, a primary part of your thinking, your upbringing, your family culture and structure, your friend circle, societal norms. It does not mean that you have to continue with it. In the last episode, we talked about starter beliefs. If you wish to shed the starter beliefs, like the snake sheds its skin, there's nothing more to do than simply decide that you're going to now believe and exist in another way. That you're going to believe and exist in a totally different way. And what you agree to internally and impress upon the subconscious, where two are gathered in my name, there in the midst shall I be. You've made the internal agreement. You've made the spiritual agreement with self, with God of self, as to who you are now. And that now starts to send the beacon out to generate the experiences that match that mental lifestyle of yours. Just a filter. Choose a new filter for the new reality, the new experiences that you want. You can go back and forth as much as you want. If you say, well, I chose this particular set of experiences and it wasn't for me, you are free to go back to the old state of being at any time. But know that you will then receive the package of consequences that came with the old state of being. You can express anything in this human skin that you're in because you contain the God power to do so. Treat your subconscious like that best friend that you like to talk to or that you really wish you had to talk to about what it is in your life that you want to share your good news. So I'm here listening to something on TikTok that's not manifestation related, but it is still very interesting. And this dawned on me, when you are speaking to your subconscious, making these impressions through suggestion, your assumption, and impressing through the suggestion that those ideas are truths, what you're doing is you're reaffirming what it is you're desiring or what it is you enjoy experiencing in your mind. That's it. Because in order to put language to what it is that's in your mind, you have to first experience it in some sort of imagery or feeling state or some way that connects you to that experience. And when you're affirming it or 
when you're affirming it to your subconscious, you're really impressing the fact that you enjoy experiencing that thing in your mental lifestyle. So think about the affirming as this. Your subconscious is your most confidential, trusted advisor. Or is your most, your subconscious is your most trusted confidant. And whatever it is that you whisper softly to it, whatever it is that you speak to it in the terms of internal dialogue, mental conversation, or if it's um, just the flipping of the imagery in your mind that sends the frequency of feeling through you to impress that subconscious, you are speaking to your most trusted advisor. That's the best friend that you never have to worry about betraying you in some way letting the cat out the bag before you have an opportunity to develop the seed in its dark, protected place. While the seed is in the soil, while the seed remains in the soil, your affirmations become fertilizer for it. So you're telling your subconscious all of your secrets, all of the amazing things that you are experiencing in your mind. <coughs> <clears throat> you're telling it all the amazing things that you're experiencing in your mind how that feels to you you're just repeating recycling the feeling or the thoughts about the feeling that's what your affirmations doing for your subconscious it's confirming reaffirming what it is that you've experienced in your mind and in order for you to keep repeating a story, you have to be, one, um, desiring it, two, in expectation that it will somehow manifest itself, become a realization, and three, in some fashion, you're getting something out of it, whether it be enjoyment or some other emotion that maybe isn't so enjoyable, it's satisfying something in you. Even if that satisfying is a curiosity that it's satisfying, it's bringing some, some sort of fulfillment to you, right? So allow the, allow the subconscious, your trusted advisor, to be the, be the protector of your secrets. Neville talks about how you don't have to actually go out and tell people what it is you want to do for yourself or for others, because what they will do is reflect your, they reflect your fears and your doubt until you become comfortable, until you become comfortable enough to think your way, believe your way into the thing that it is that you're experiencing in your mind to make it manifest, allow it to be held in a secret place. That's the benefit of the subconscious. Protector of your secrets and your biggest fan, your biggest champion, your biggest supporter, 
because it will work to outpicture through anything and everything available to it. You think about that. Having someone who, let's imagine it's a person, having somebody who will ensure, who will, in, who will guarantee the result for you. Because that's all you have to give it. This is the end result. This is what I want. And it goes shopping for you. It starts pushing out all sorts of data in the space that we reside in, through people, through the space, through things. It all, be, all of this energy culminates to become the horse-drawn carriage from the pumpkin, Cinderella. All you have to do is just assume the, more than assume the state of the wish fulfilled, assume you are it. Assume the being. Assume the being state. Your subconscious guarantees it for you. The law of assumption guarantees it for you. There's no begging. There's no begging or threatening involved. It's not necessary. Be still and know that I am God is the only necessity. The path of least resistance. And that subconscious is going to utilize anything and everything, knowingly and unknowingly. I have ways that you know not to make it so for you. Wow, that's, <laughs> that's a whole army. That's a whole army. Everything in creation works to make that thing that you are professing to be, that you have honored with your thought and your belief to become a thing that you realize in the natural. And it all began with it being your trusted confidant. 